Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Well, it'll be interesting to see what makes your what's making news. Well, some big news in the rugby league world, I tell yeah, you. Yeah, Steph. There is. Apparently, uh, Lelua's going back from the Dragons from Kenny. No, there's more <coughs> than that. Is there? There's scuttle. Uh. There's scuttlebutt. Um, I will tell you that it's currently 1-0 to Colorado against the Detroit Red Wings. We are hoping that Mika Rantanen scores a goal. So far, uh, Nathan McKinnon has scored a goal. Mika oh. Rantanen on the assist, but that's okay. Had him in a little another multi, didn't we, Steph? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is making news around the world? Now, Google Maps. Google Maps. Um, you know when Google Maps first came out, and there were a lot of complaints that the navigation was were leading people like it would tell them to turn left, and they'd turn left into like an open paddock, or yeah. you know they'd say go right, right at the roundabout, and there's no roundabout. Feel like we've moved past that. Right with Google Maps. Yep. Not only do I put a little bit of responsibility on the driver to keep their eyes on the road, and if it says to turn left into a field, a paddock, you know, a river, you're not actually going to do it. But also, Google Maps wouldn't really tell you that anyway anymore. Yep. No. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. Oh. Because two German tourists were navigated by Google Maps into a, a remote national park and became bogged, forcing them to walk to safety. This is in Australia, actually. It's in Queensland. National Park. Philip Meyer and Marcel Schwann were driving from Cairns to Bamaga in northern Queensland at the start of February. Google Maps directed the pair to follow an old dirt track through Owala Tumtong National Park, which at the time did not worry them. We thought just do it because maybe the main road was closed because of a high river. True. After nearly 60 k's of driving along the dirt track, they encountered a problem when the four-wheel drive got bogged in the mud. Where we got stuck, it looks really dry. The surface was dry, but under the surface, it was really wet and muddy. Almost impossible to get out with no phone or reception, naturally. They had to figure out what to do. They started walking. <gasps> they need John O'Nabs. At first, they walked across Arch River as it seemed closer to reach out. They tried to cross the river using a fallen tree, but soon realised it was too swollen from the recent cyclones and heavy rainfall. They slept beneath the trees under a shelter which provided little protection. They circled back with their 12kg packs to a nearby town called Cohen. They worked, walked from sunrise until midday when the searing heat was at its peak. They started walking again from 4pm until midnight. They finally got to Cohen. They told authorities what happened. Queensland Parks and Wildlife Service Ranger Roger James said it was unlucky. Uh, sorry, that was lucky. They were still alive. Wow. But there you go. Don't always just follow Google Maps blindly, folks. You know, just have a little extra look. Make sure you're not going off into a, a dirt road that leads absolutely nowhere and you get bogged down in your car 40 mm. k's down the road. Okay. Mm. The message there from the Germans for you, okay? Don't I used Google Maps in, in, um, in Thailand once. I rented a car for a day. I thought, I'm going to drive right around the outside of Phuket and down the middle. And, and I just put, you know, take me to landmarks. Um, <clears throat> so I had Google Maps <clears throat> on my phone in my rental car. And away I went and I stopped in various places. I got fleeced by a guy who dressed himself as a security guard as I drove in to view a waterfall. Mm. And he stopped me as I drove in. And he said, that's 100 baht, which is four bucks. And I went, oh, okay, sweet. You know, you got to pay to go in. And I was the only car parked in there, walked walked in. Wasn't a waterfall, it was like watching a hose. It was pathetic. Sure. So I got back in the car and I was driving to the gate and he put his hand, that's another 100 baht. And I went, really? I, I paid you on the way. And he goes, no, it's each way. And I said, okay. I found out later. 
people just get dressed up in security uniforms. Just ask for money. And just ask for money. It was free. But the kicker was, I used Google Maps the whole day, didn't have roaming on my phone. $2,500. Wow. Mm. $2,500. That's insane. This is long, this is long yeah, ago. Roaming used to be quite, yeah, horrendous. used to be a bit like that, isn't it? Um, now, there's a new trend. Is there? They're saying uh, people want pecs like Beck's. <laughs> New York, got New York City surgeons are seeing a surge in men seeking to have their nipples reduced in size and David Beckham <laughs> is their aesthetic inspiration. The soccer superstar's small, symmetrical, almond-shaped nipples have cashed up men forking out $5,000 for a procedure to perfect their pecs. People want David Beckham's nipples. Dr. Mark Everett, a plastic surgeon on Manhattan's Upper East Side, told the Daily Mail on Wednesday. <laughs> Dr. Ellie Levine, who also has a practice in the same swanky neighbourhood, says he's now performing the procedure once every two weeks, up from a handful of times a year. It's definitely a growing trend, he declared, saying he's also heard men saying they need their nips to look just like Beckham's. Um, Don't make me Google David Beckham's nips. You will have to. Uh, 1,500 dimple plasties have become the hottest plastic surgery trend. I always wanted dimple. So so dimple as well. uh, um, David Beckham's dimple. Um, The soccer superstars, um, I've already said that, 5,000 bucks. 5,000 bucks a time. For the Uh, surgery? Yeah. Uh, Which, actually, in the scheme of things, isn't that expensive, Steve. I see. Okay. Are they pretty good, are they? They're tiny. Are they submit. Well, maybe that's what people want. They don't want the pepperoni. They want, you know, a little something smaller. A little something something. They certainly don't want salami. Kentucky mm-hmm. um, is, the, is the location of our next story where a happy couple have decided that they would get married in uh, a location very romantic and clo- oh, close to their heart, um, and that is the gas station bathroom staff at the local survey, uh, survey. Uh, from the graffiti on the walls with phone numbers to call if in need of a good time to the suspicious holes in the bathroom stalls and the dispensers hanging by the sink. Nothing really gets uh, you in the mood like dropping a deuce at a Chevron on the side of the highway. Maybe it's not the romantic place in the world, uh, the most romantic place in the world, but one Kentucky couple recently tied the knot, even had their first dance in the bathroom of their local Valley Oil gas station. The bride who works at at the uh, convenience store, walk down the candy aisle and to the toilet uh, or the altar to meet her waiting groom and the two said their vows right there in front of the expletive. Sheesh. Yeah. How about that? That's they save a lot of money. Let's be honest, weddings are expensive. I've got a petrol station story. Mm. In New Zealand, mm. the BP in Ōtaki yesterday, the tanker came along and refilled all of its fuel tanks, the underground fuel tanks. Yes. People were going in and putting the 98 in their fuel tank. Mm-hmm. It appears, disclaimer here, but it does appear that diesel was put into the 98 underground Ooh. tank. And the pumps were open for five hours. And people were coughing and spluttering their cars along. Ruined their spark plugs, the whole lot, uh, with tanks full of diesel. That's right. what the motorists have said it was diesel. BP haven't said what it was. And yet. you know what that just makes me think? Uh, if that was America... They would lose a lot of money, that petrol station. I had an uh, incident yesterday, actually. You can tell me how you think this is going to play out. I went into the petrol station. Uh, it was very busy. BP, off. I probably shouldn't actually say this in case I am in trouble. Um, we pulled off the motorway into the BP. Um, went inside, very busy inside. Big line. Took me a good 15 minutes to sort of get to the front. Asked them for 60 bucks of fuel. Paid for it. Went out to my car. Went straight out. Pulled the thing off the handle and started filling. Now, you know sometimes there's a bit of a delay. They have to sort of activate the pump. It just started pumping straight away, and I thought, oh, I wonder if he's actually put this through or whether it's done the whole, like, fill it first, then you go pay. 
And so I'm filling, filling, filling. Oh my God. It gets to like, th- and I think it's going to slow down. It gets to 38 bucks, 38 and a half bucks, 39 bucks. And it's not oh, so slowing you asked down. for $40, not no, 60 Hold on. Okay. Start so it gets to 38 and a half, 39, and it's not slowing down. And it goes past the 40. And so I was you like, asked for 60. Hold, hold on. Okay. It goes past the 40. And I like take my finger off, and I'm like, oh, so he I, he hasn't put it through, and I've you know, taken my finger off. Um, I'm gonna have to go inside and pay again. And as I go back to my car, I'm like, hold on, I asked for six. Why did I think I asked for forty? I asked for sixty, and I put the pump back in the thing. So I got back out of the car, went round to the pump, took the cap off again, pulled the the pump off, and started filling, thinking, oh, it'll just add the extra. Not it'll slow down at say eighteen bucks. Um, no, so I pulled it off and it'll like reset and so it's going, going, going and it gets to 18, 19 and it doesn't stop and I'm like, oh my gosh and it tips over the 20 to like 20, like maybe 20.9 or 21 like just got close to 21 bucks and I put the thing back and I thought do I have to go back inside do you think and pay for the extra dollar or am I okay do you think they'll just be like, oh you know, it's just a muck up on our end, like what I'm trying to work out if I'm going to get in trouble for that. So the first one I stopped at about $40.30, and the second one stopped at around about 21 bucks. So you could say I'm, I'm $1.50 over, Am I, and I just got in my car and drove off. Am I going to get in trouble, do you think? No. They'll just write that off. Okay. That's good to know. You would have heard from now, because they have your number plate. If they if they want to chase you, you can just go, oh, this is what happened. It's oh, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm sure they're out to get the people that genuinely steal the 60 bucks mm. but I, it was a bit of a nightmare I was in the supermarket we're going down tangents here <clears throat> I was in the supermarket and I was in the queue I was next in line for the self-serve checkout mm. and this woman came running bounding a, over bounding with a trolley full of su- of groceries yeah. and ran out the door with them and I heard one of the security people say oh that's the second one today I said why don't you stop them they said we can't I said, you can't. And she goes, no, I'm the only one here. She said, I can't follow them. And I said, I can. So I went out and I went and tracked her down and found the trolley and they're loading up this van and this huge male specimen walks over to me and says, what do you want? I said, I'm just looking for my car. My wife's parked it somewhere and I can't find it. He goes, get out of here with murder in his eyes. And I absolutely packed myself Mm. and went back to the supermarket and said, it's that van, I ain't going near it. But apparently there's runouts all the time in supermarkets. They fill up their trolley and hoof it through the self-serve checkouts and outside and gone. Didn't know how I felt about it. Yeah, neither do I. Hmm. Let's hope no one hears that and uh, gets any idea. <laughs> um, apparently it's very common. Did you know that Wales um, are, are having to play a home game at Twickenham because of Taylor Swift? Did you know that? No. Because... Um, Obviously, Taylor Swift's playing, you know, all these stadium, big stadiums. She's playing at the Principality. And so are the Foo Fighters, actually, as well. They're, the Wales are due to take on South Africa on June 22nd. I'm assuming it's part of a oh, tour. It's only, the, it's only the world champs. Um, but they're going to have to go to Twickenham. Wow. They actually don't mind it, though. Uh, Gatlin said, to have the opportunity for our young squad to test itself against the world champs at a neutral venue is an extremely important experience. And he's probably not wrong, right? They might get a few boos from the English fans, to be to be fair. It's a good turn of phrase. Well, Wales isn't far from... I didn't realise how close wa- uh, Wales is to Twickenham. It's not far. No. Um, but, yeah, I just, I mean, look, more Taylor Swift content. Um, mm. Who doesn't love it? Um, I might finish with a fact of the day, and we also have to talk quickly, before we do take a break and get to uh, Mish Bish over in um, Australia, we have to talk about a caller of the week, which is we've kicked that off again for 2024. Good um, <clears throat> fact of the day. Did you know, a grocery store story, I should have tied this into your, oh. your stealing. 
Um, did you know that a grocery store once closed down completely so that Michael Jackson could fulfill his dream of going to a supermarket and shopping? He was obviously so famous he could never go out and about, right, because people would stop him in the street. Um, so he wanted to experience what it was like to put things in a basket. So they closed down the store and they filled it with all of his friends pretending to be strangers shopping. And he just wow. went around doing his like little... I can actually 100% believe yeah, that. There's photos of it and everything, just so he could have the experience of um, shopping in a supermarket. That's like Sachin Tendulkar does that. Does he? In India. Rents it out. No, he's got all these sports cars. Mm. But as soon as he leaves his house, he's just mobbed. So they close an airport for him and he takes the sports cars out at three and four in the morning and drives it around the airport and then goes home. Before, wow. while everyone's that is, that is luxury. I'll give you a quick unanswerable question as well. Oh, I, I reckon one of these days I'll be able to answer one. <clears throat> when you forget a thought, mm. where does it go? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's in your brain and then oh, it obviously... So like I was thinking about something on the way to work to tell you and now I can't remember it. Yeah, well, obvi- yeah, like it's got to be somewhere, right? Like what, 